Jim and Dee. This is Nicole calling from Pennsylvania. I just wanted to uh, reach out and say how much I love the podcast. Um, having this podcast, I can listen to you anytime and makes me laugh. You know, it, it feels like I'm listening to a conversation in our house. So it's really great. Keep up what you both are doing. Take care, guys. Hello, everybody. So, uh, we're just making lunch here, and I didn't even prep D. Yeah, hello. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm just, we're on fire I'm right now. I'm literally making breakfast, and you just I know. started recording. I know. Well, because I'm on fire right now. Okay, go for it. We're on fire. So. What are you on fire about? To get on the, we, okay. What am I, that's a good question. What am I on fire about? Saving the world? I shouldn't say, I don't like saving yeah, the world. Helping the world. <laughs> They're yeah. dirty saviors. Yeah, helping the world. <clears throat> helping the world. Yes. How about giving? Giving. So our, our minister, his series this week is give. And I wasn't sure where he was going because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm Christmas is coming and that's all I have to do. And it's, I don't like it. Right. Now I, I got to give more. Right. I want it. I don't want to give electronical products that warp our children's brain anymore that they're warped. I want to give to like, so I get this magazine <clears throat> that you can buy for for literally people in need. Okay. So other countries, there's even a chapter here in our country. You, there's so much you can do to really give something. And we're talking about like chickens, goats, and cows these people want. Like this isn't like we need clothing and shoes and this is I need a chicken. <clears throat> yeah, like they need they, chicken's gonna give me an egg. The chicken's gonna give you meat. They're gonna keep eggs giving me eggs. And give you meat and like it, it, it can give you things to make money. What is this so for other countries? Cow. Clearly, for other this countries. Particular item, like these particular items are. But then there's a. See, but I don't trust that youth? stuff. Well, you have. I don't to trust research. it'll ever get there. I don't. That's just me, though. You have to research the. You have to research the ones that really give. Where they're giving, like I was giving, I was dropping off all of our our used household items, you know, that were still good, but I didn't want a garage sale. I'm like, oh, just give it to the, you know, the needy, the people that need it. Well, I was dropping it off at Goodwill, not realizing that Goodwill he makes a hundred percent profit all out of everything that gets dropped off at that facility. What? What are you? He, what are you talking about? He turns around and sells it. Who's he? The the person. The guy that runs at Goodwill. Goodwill. All Goodwills. He owns Goodwills. Wait a minute. So you... Just research it. That's I found it online. And, and I was like, oh my gosh, this guy takes... And maybe I was maybe I was given the wrong information. This guy literally makes 100% profit off of anything dropped off at their locations. I don't know what he does with the money after that. I don't know if he's living on a yacht or whatever. But he resells the items for like garage sale prices. But he, you, it goes, it's 100% profit. It doesn't go to a charity. So it's, it's. Huh. It's no bullshit. So you can go to a Goodwill store and shop items. And you can get really nice stuff for, for really cheap stuff. But it's, I don't know. I just find that to be, don't call it Goodwill. Like call it something else. Right. So basically, he's just rounded up all the garage of everyone's stuff. Yeah, it's like you drop off your stuff for free. I think you can get a tax write-off. You can definitely... Oh, boy. Yeah, you can get a a little ticket that that gives you the tax write-off that it's charity. But I don't get the charity thing. And maybe somebody can call in and, and correct and help correct what... You just said what I just said or learned. Um, maybe I got I was given the wrong information when I researched it. Here's the phone number, real quick, for you to leave a message 917 962 0650. 917 962 0650.
888-500-5050. Love to hear from you. Call Jim Brewer. Get on the phone. Let's go. You know, the internet can, can guide you in the right direction as to what benefits really use the money and how much, you know, because don't forget, some of this stuff costs a lot of money to run the paperwork. Somebody's put, dedicating their time right, to right. count all that money, to distribute it. It takes a lot of hours. That's true, too. So... That's true, too. You can only have so many volunteers that want to do it. Like it volunteers is great, but at the end of the day... Everybody needs just, to make to, a buck to feed themselves. We're you know? in a, yeah, you're in a society where money rules you. No, you, not I mean, money rules you, but you gotta you gotta make it like ah, I gotta sacrifice my. Well, your bills to pay. Yeah. So so a lot of these charities like the Red Cross, a lot of, and Red Cross doesn't get good kudos either because um, you know the CEO of the Red Cross is like a millionaire. Like, are you a millionaire? Like, like she gets, I believe it's a she. Um, she gets like a giant paycheck. Like, what do you need that big of a paycheck when you're helping people? Unless it's covering the cost of you flying all over the world, promoting the Red Cross. But I mean, there's just so many things that if you're doing a benefit, yes, there's going to be overhead somewhere. Right. Yes, you're going to have to pay a good majority of the people helping you because the person doing your accounting is not going to do that for free. That is a full-time job. The people that are running your trucks all over. Like, you know, there's some sort of volunteer positions that, like, yeah, I can dedicate two to three hours of my time to help with phone, you you know, whatever. Those things are great. So you got to really research Hmm. the ones that really give to the needy. Love it. See, I'm asked to do charity stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. So I can't imagine people on higher levels... And bigger levels, what they get. Like, I, I'm, listen, I'm not gonna. Everyone's got a story. I constantly, like, once I started with the Metallica tour, all I hear is, hey man, my sister has this. And it would be the greatest. And she grew up like, hey, I just lost so and so. Are they asking for something? Yeah, can I just, I know you can help me get tickets. You can help me meet the band. You can help me. If you could just do this, I'm I'm telling you right now, I I don't and will not and cannot do one of it because I have to say, I, I remember bringing that up to someone in that position one time, and even myself. Once, and not that it's a bad thing. Once you do one. The line goes through the door, is- and it's not a bad thing, but it's like, all right, well, now what? What? How come he did it for that and not for this? And how come he did it to that? And my friend, is, and it's like, it just never ends. But this- it never ends. And can I just say, uh, me personally, I only, I've only done things. I don't like doing the big events. I like doing things where I can see the difference. The person, I could see the difference. I'll give you an example. I didn't even you tell you this yet. Are you reaping the benefits then by doing No, no. All, all I get is, wow, you'll feel better or you'll do better. I don't get anything out of it, and that's what I enjoy. The only thing I get out of it is, like, for instance, remember when we first came here? Um, and, and when we first moved to Jersey, um, I think one of the first benefits I did was you don't have to be specific. No, no, but for instance, someone's a fireman, a volunteer fire, his house burnt down. Mm. Remember, it was like eight kids and they were all homeless. I don't remember that, but wow. And we, I said, I'll do a show and just whatever we make that night, we help to put them up because they were, they were fairly local. And they were so excited. They wanted to drive me there in the fire truck. It was really over the top. Oh, cool. <clears throat> and it was great. Um, and then I did another fireman. And it was like, for instance, right now, I, I've done pol- whatever. It doesn't matter what I've done. I just got an email um, this past weekend I even tell you about. It's something for something local, very local, as in first aid squad. Mm. Something happened to one of the first aid squatters, which are volunteer yeah, we have volunteer. First All day volunteer, here. and basically, they don't. And can I just kudos them? Yeah. Our little one got hurt years ago. 
Mm-hmm. And they were the first, they got here before the policemen. Well, yeah. No, because they have their radios in their, in their personal houses in their cars. So they don't even get on the ambulance. They show up in their cars and we had like 12 people in our front lawn knocking on our door from the first aid squad before an ambulance or a police officer or a fire truck arrived. And they were awesome. Yeah, like they don't get money. They don't get anything. They just get donations. All they love doing is doing what they do. Mm-hmm. They they love rushing to the scene. They love being able to help, and they don't look for anything. I don't get a I don't get a uh, an envelope two days later going. You know, when we helped you out, can we? Uh, yeah, no, there's no get a lose something. Mm-hmm. Never, never, never. You know, people don't realize. Now, let me just put it out to the. Po- yes, people should always donate to their local police department. Fire department and anything volunteer. We have a volunteer fire department, a volunteer first aid squad, yep. and a volunteer. Um, well, not the police department; they get paid. No, they get but paid. We, I always volunteer to those three things. Not you volunteer; always, I donate. No, you always give to their bike. The the uh, yeah, because it's a benefit. They're yep. actually spending their time off yeah. raising money yep. for. It's usually something like. Just fallen families, whatever, whatever they do for with the money, they're they're now not only are they police officers, they're taking their own personal time and 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 having an, their own benefit for whatever charity, mm-hmm. or, or even if it's for themselves to have like a big gala at the end of the year. Mm. Like everybody's entitled to big, not entitled. I hate to use that word, but anyway, remember, not so so. Remember to donate to your local forces that help you but also those forces need to be helpful so you're in an area that mm. has a lot of rough people and gangs and whatever and the police forces may be a little sketchy as well right you know policemen step up first date like step remember that we were in that situation in wildwood oh my god and I was I never in my life wanted to reach out to like a higher level of authority, but I almost called the mayor and was like, shame on you. Oh my all right, let me tell you this story. Our youngest one oh and by the way oldest. A couple of people reached out and said thank you for that last podcast with the elderly oh, we home. We are in the time. middle of something. No, we're not in the middle. Not in the middle, but someone local um We'll get back to it. Got yeah, into a we'll situation. That situation as well. Maybe not in this. Podcast. Maybe not this one where their mom was beat up, like physically beat up. The by a caretaker. By a caretaker. The nursing home knows about it. And this is a governmental it's, nursing. Home. It's all government. That's right. So. Uh, we should really get into this. Mm-hmm. This is uh, heavy stuff when it comes to putting your parents somewhere or someone needs help. Mm, anybody. So, okay. We go to uh, this place. Where, where, where was it? Wildwood. We were in Wildwood for a gymnastics convention or competition. Yeah. Our youngest daughter. Oldest. I'm sorry. <laughs> our oldest is in a, a competition. Gymnastics. And... It's in Wildwood, New Jersey. Which is fairly nice. Like, it's a nice place. Yeah. But there's some not-so-nice places. Well, it was Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. And I rented out a little, uh, like, condo apartment. Because my parents were there. Right. My parents. parents were there to watch the competition. It was a big deal. Yeah, so instead, you know, the hotels are all sold out, so we got this little place. We get there, and long story short, it's like gang, gang heaven. I've on never... one street that we were on. Across the street from us, about 10 gangbangers. Literally, across the street. Mm-hmm. They're brawling. When I say brawling, I mean brawling to the point I was scared to death. Guns were going to be fired and they were going to go through the houses and one of us was going to be hit. I really was. Yeah, I was a little weirded out by that too. I mean, full-blown, eight-on-eight, 
beating the living snot out of each other in the middle of the street. And the same thing would happen. The cops would come. And they'd run around like cockroaches. All the cockroaches would run away and they'd point in all different directions Mm -hmm. and then send the cops frailing. And then three hours later, we go through the same exact thing. The cops come and, I mean, it was girls, it was guys, it was... And these people were very young. They were kids. They were definitely under the age of 25. Yeah, yeah, they were young. They were young. So... I just want to get out. There, there, a couple incidents happen. I'm tired of seeing the fight. I got babies. 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 Dory, Dory was a baby. A baby. A little baby. And I've had it. The one night, this was really funny too. The one night, uh, it was hot and the window was open. And yeah, you could smell the pot coming in. And your mother goes, <laughs> your mom goes, oh boy, someone's have, who would have a barbecue at this time at night? <laughs> And I went, Ma, uh, yeah, that's not a barbecue. This story gives me anxiety. The way it ends, yes. The way it ended. I I don't even like to talk about it because it's that uncomfortable. Okay. So from there, do you remember the one night? Now, we just put the baby to sleep. You can smell the pot. We've already... Fights after fights after screaming. We're uh, kind of fearing for our lives. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, but I got to give it to you. There was one car parked outside with yes. radio going. Yeah. Boom. Boom. <laughs> right. Boom. So Jim's, I'm like, Jim, like, we got to either call the police or you got to go down there and talk to him. No, you, no, no. I said, I'm going down there. You and you went, were like, no. You went down there. Don't go down there. I went, you did. Oh, no, I had it. You were so cool with your approach. You were like, guys, can you just turn the radio down? I got a baby sleeping right up there. And they were super respectful. Well, here's what happened. Two things that all of you should know. A, I worked in Harlem for a few years. And I really... That changed my life as far as culture-wise. And yeah, I never felt safer. I felt extremely safe in Harlem than I was in Harlem because when when they get when when the locals get to know that you're not a threat to their environment, that's right. You become part of the community. They look after you, and they. I really felt safe. I did too. I loved Harlem. Can I tell you? I loved Harlem too, to the point where when you started really, D, when you start engaging with church. The, the the church in town yeah. and you remember you're like Jim can you and I had I got a Met suite and you're like bring them to we long story short we brought some church members to the Mets game we had Sean was in the front it was them we had a van well anyway you guys were all talking and the traffic was ridiculous, and it was before there was Waze and GPS and all that. So I went, well, I'm going to go through Harlem mm. to make a shortcut to get to, I believe it was, it was still Shea Stadium, okay. where the Mets play. And as I get off, I'm starting to see, we're in the thick of Harlem, and I see they're, they're a little worried. They're a little like, oh my goodness, this is... There's oh, the people in our car. Yeah, they're like, there's no mint chocolate chip ice cream around here. <laughs> There's no, uh, okay, this is a different environment. You, you just, they were never here, okay? They're secluded, never been here. And I turn, I swear on our kids' lives, I swear, I as God is my that. witness, just but I want people, it. I know, but I want people to say, I'm not exaggerating. I turned to the passenger, I went, can I just tell you, if it all went down, I would probably hide in Harlem because this is the safest place I would feel. These people would, they would, they would look after me because they trust me. And as I said that, oh, someone smashes my window with their hands. And I went, ah! And it's, and it's this guy's like, yo, let me get a picture. Why? You that silly motherfucker in half bait. <laughs> <laughs> let me come on, yo, let me say hello. And I, it was, <clears throat> I, st- I rolled down the window, he took a picture, and then every street corner started talking to everyone. Aww. Maybe you weren't in the car. I, I don't think I was there. I would have remembered that. 
it was so it, it was cool. just a beautiful moment. So anyway, I think you know you just go in there, like there's no reason to be. You just don't show fear. Yeah, People don't, are, why are you afraid of something that you you don't even know them? Right. So. So when you I'm getting off track that car, when you right, so I go to the car. Listen, I know. A, they're teenagers. Yeah. They're smoking. Clearly smoking. They're, they're high as snot. So I went walking up. I look high all the time. And I'm banking. Maybe they recognize me from Half Baked. Um, maybe not. Anyway. Maybe not. And I just walked up and I went, hey, guys. And they're looking at me like, what, what's, this, what's this white dude doing? And I went, listen, I, I, get, I get what you're doing. I got a baby. Baby's right there. Yeah. I don't care if you're getting high and all that. Can you just turn it down? Just turn the music turn down. Turn the music down. Um, and, or, or just no, maybe. And he goes like this. I'll never forget. It was, it was silent for like 10 seconds and they were staring at me. And, the, and kind of the leader of the group goes, I feel you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and he swear. I feel you. And he nodded his head and they left. Mm. They were ver- no, they turned the radio down. They, they turned the radio there down. For a little bit and then they left. They were they were super respectful. It was really cool. They so they were. They were. Cut to we're finally leaving. And it's it's a morning. I want to say it was Memorial Day, maybe. Whatever. Yeah, I think it was Monday. I think it was Memorial Day we left. Okay. So it's time to leave, and I have my mother-in-law, who's, who now comes in the house as we're packing the car. I have D, my three girls, the youngest is under, a baby. Under the age of 12. Yeah. In the car, I just want to get out of there. Your mom, my mother-in-law, goes, there's a man dealing drugs in our driveway. Do you remember that? I don't think he was in the driveway. He was on the sidewalk. In front of our place. So you have to go down the stairs on the sidewalk to get to the car. Right. They're blocking, not not blocking on purpose, but they're... You're on the street sidewalk. You're on like... A sidewalk. The pathway to a doorway. Correct. Like you're on private property. Yes. So I said, Mom, just get in the car. Who cares? Yeah, we're leaving. And she's stunned. She's like, she's giving them drugs like clearly she's never seen this i don't think i have either you never seen it no someone sell someone drugs no see d's uptown i'm downtown but I, you know that's uptown girl you know the old story i'm street she's not i've never seen that in my life all right well i have and now all i have to do is go back in the house and Leave the key in the house or the apartment, and I'm done. I'm free sailing. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. I turn around and I start walking up the driveway. I'm not making any eye contact. I'm walking, and there's a staircase that leads to our door. Like the only way in and out is a personal staircase. On the staircase, I, I, I got startled because. Two girls were sitting blocking my staircase. Like they lived there. Like they lived there. And I stopped because they startled me. And I went, whoa, uh, sorry. And I just looked at them because I was trying to figure out. What are you doing? What are you doing? And how did you even get here? Like, I didn't see you walk up my staircase. And they said something to me like, what? I'm sitting. That's what they said. I'm sitting. I went, I, no, I, I just, I didn't see you. you, startled me. And then the guy in the driveway turned to me and he said, you know, keep walking, you white this and you white that and I'll, I'll cut you. And I was like, whoa. So I went in the house, D and the kids don't even know this went down. Mm-mm. I'm now now in the house and I'm grabbing knives. And it was a moment in time where I went, I'm just going to go down. I'm going to gut him. Why would you do that? I don't. I, I, that's how dark I was going. This guy just threatened me. For no reason. For no reason. Mm-hmm. In my own. It wasn't I'm, a guy. It was like a teenager. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. He was a teenager. Yeah. He was a teenager. And he, he threatened me. Because I don't even know why. So anyway, uh, I went, you know what? Just call the police. So I call the police. I go, someone just threatened me. So he's going to cut me. I'm just trying to get out of here. I've got two girls sitting on my staircase. Yeah. I don't, know what the, I don't even know how the hell this just happened. So you guys are in a call. Call you guys kept calling me. Yeah, I'm like, listen, I can't come out right now. I got a situation. I just called the cops. I don't want to. The, is the guy still there? Yes, he's still there. Mm-hmm. Cops come. I come outside. Now, granted, all, pretty much I, I, most of I got nephews that are cops. Uh, families filled with cops. I don't sit there and talk about it all the time, but yeah, both brothers, police officers. Uh, we have parole officers. We have, we're blue collar. Mm-hmm. Cop goes, uh, you know, what happened? I said, this guy he threatened me. They, they, they were sitting on my patio, and I don't know. But the reason I called you because he he suddenly got uh, he threatened me, and I'm just trying to get to my car. I'm just trying to get out of here. Mm-hmm. Blah 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 blah. And he's dealing drugs. He's, he's dealing drugs right here. I just want to get out of here. That's mm-hmm. all I want to you do. You said I feared for my family's safety. Correct. And you did. And we were all really uncomfortable. Yeah. It was scary. So the police officer starts questioning the hell out of you. Right. And right. putting the attention on you. Right. And then blatantly like, oh, you know, this weekend sucked for us. No, he didn't get to that. That, that oh. came out. To, no, that oh. changed. No, 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 no. It was... No, no, It started off... The situation was yeah. so weird. Here's what happened. So I'm telling the cop my story, and so this is what happened. He goes, all right, just, just stand over here. I went, no problem. Now, while he's talking to the kid, do you have ID? Of course he doesn't have ID. Uh, where are you from? What's your name? You know, he's lying. He's saying... Yeah, yeah he's made up. Um, body language like like yeah he don't care he did not fear authority he didn't fear anything he didn't fear life he didn't fear anything so with that said the cop then turns to me and says well you said you get he said you gave him an attitude and you 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 said something to him and that's what i was like i shit that's what i was like i'm just you like you you he's got no id and you, you re- no, this guy, and he goes, don't you raise your voice to me. I'll bring you in. Yeah. And then you got out of the car and went, excuse me, yeah. my husband. And then he barked at you. Yeah, it rated, was so, so he put it on us. Yeah, it was so weird and uncomfortable. And, and then you. And then I pulled him aside. Yeah. And I showed him the badges. I went, I just want to let you know, both my brothers are cops. And I didn't have to say that. But the what what you're doing right now, you're making me feel guilty because this guy threatened my life and they're in, they're on our property. So the victim is now being questioned Correct. instead of the person threatening right. the innocent. Right. And the, co- and the yeah. I mean, we can spin this all the way down to the, the, the court systems. Yeah. Why do we have a court system to protect I don't even want to get into violent that. people? I, I don't even want to get but into But I don't it. get that. So D, I, 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 now I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I thought for sure I was going to be bailing you out of jail. Yeah. I, now I'm ready to go. And I was, I was like a fraction of me was like, yeah, you go get him. Yeah. I was like. Oh, no. You, I've never we'll seen you this, snarl like that. Uh, I'm like, we'll take this. I'm going to get the mayor. From, how is this oh, yes. guy a cop? Dude, I'm on the radio two days later. You're going down. Yeah. It was, it was the first time in my life I wanted to call the mayor. And how dare you have police officers like this on your force? So he then, after I show him the badges, he breaks down. And he goes, "You don't understand. It's gang week and the calls, and I don't want to. I don't want to work anymore." And I, we can't, I, we'd be pulling in ten to fifteen people a night, and we don't have the room for it. We that. don't have the room for it. Wait, we don't have the power for it. What is this our problem? I go, "Wait, yeah. What's it got to do with me? What does this have to do with us? We're calling you because we're afraid, right? I need protection. And you're crying. And he starts crying to me. Why are you a police officer? Yeah." Why did you even... Were you taking a paycheck now? Oh, my gosh. Go get help. so weird. Go get help. 
And so... It was so weird. So at the end, this is how it ends. Mm. He comes over. He's like, what, you know... Uh, I don't want to. If I, I don't want to do bring, the bring him in. I don't want to do the paperwork. Is what yeah. he said. Yeah. I don't want to do the paperwork. Yeah. He goes. We accept apology. I went. Here's what we'll do. The kid has to look me in the eye because I know he's going to have the worst time looking at me in the eye, shaking my hand and say I'm sorry, and then you're going to stay here and escort me out of here. Yeah. Okay. So I go walking up to him, and the. He goes, just say sorry. The kid reaches out, doesn't really shake my hand, looks the other way, mm-hmm. says sorry. And the cop goes, is that good? I went, no, 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 no. You eye. need to look me in the eye yeah. and say you're sorry. He tries a second time. And the cop's like, all right, well, that was good. I went, no, 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 it's not. Look me in the eye and say I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And he looked me in the eye, said sorry, and I went, we're cool. Now can you just escort? Now can you help yeah. me get out of here? It was so weird. And but like, still gives me like. Oh, D, you D was questioning like, why did God make this happen? Why did, you were all about? Why did God put this in my life? That's that's. I know you don't remember that, but no, you were really. you were so confused of why that happened. Why would that happen to good people? That's you were just baffled that. Evil just showed up mm. and just challenged. And it was. It was, yeah, was pure weird. evil showing up, challenging good people. And it could have ended really bad. Yeah. And f- but I don't, I, well, from what I understand. Also, why do these people, any people, why do you walk around thinking the world owes you something? Well, listen, that's a whole, I don't know the way that kid grew up. Right. Uh, so I, I can't question all that. That's a whole different that's a whole different thing. I know, but you can't walk around thinking that like people should like clear stay clear of you. Yeah, but that's we could debate that for centuries. I know. We are sponsored by Casper Mattresses, which are expertly designed for you to get your best rest. Ooh, I need, we need a mattress for Dory. Well. Where can I get one? Well, did you know that you spend a third of your life sleeping? A third of your life sleeping. Wow, that's so weird. And you should be comfortable when you sleep. Wouldn't you agree with that? Oh my gosh, yeah. All my health problems would probably not exist if I could sleep better. Well, the great thing about Casper mattresses is they are designed by humans. What do you mean? Other mattresses aren't? I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying Casper is designed (laughs) by humans, by humans, for humans. And they're made to support your curves for all kinds of bodies. No matter how curvy your body gets, Casper is there to help you. Uh, Casper was designed with supportive memory foam that has just the right amount of sink and just the right amount of bounce. So, oh, it's got bounce yes, and sink? It's bounce and sink, D. And so, <laughs> these mattresses are breathable and so you sleep cool through the night. That's awesome, because I have to say the mattress we have now, I wake up sweating. Casper, are you listening? Are you listening with D-Sane? Now, best of all, Casper is designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S. Yes! God bless America! No offense to our foreign listeners. Wait, can foreigners get Casper? I'm sure they can, because we have foreigners listening. So you guys can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting... Casper.com slash brewer, B-R-E-U-E-R. Casper.com slash brewer. D literally is going on right now. And use the promo code brewer at checkout. So when you buy your, you know, use your $50 towards the select matches. And then when you're ready to check out, Use the code B-R-E-U-E-R. This is only applicable to select mattresses purchases. Terms and conditions do apply. 
and you can be sure of your purchase with Casper, a hundred night risk-free sleep on it, total trial, and if you don't like it, they'll send it back, okay? Bed frames too. You have bed frames? Yeah, look at that, that's pretty. Dee's all excited on their website right now. (laughs) Casper.com forward slash brewer. When you check out, type B-R-E-U-E-R. You can't lose. So get your Casper mattress today. Get $50 towards select mattresses at casper.com forward slash brewer and use the promo code brewer at checkout. I just hooked you up. And you know what? You're going to sleep real good. Looks good, D? Yeah. Cool. All right, maybe we'll get one. Or maybe it'll send us one. Okay, so with that story, how did we get there? Um, We were talking about... Helping out. Oh, in your local police department, like, like. So I just got that that particular police department. I would not donate to. No, and <laughs> if you need help, call to other departments, and I don't know how all that I works. I don't know how you would get around like a, another police. Maybe we should have called again and asked for a different police. police well, what officer. happened? No, what happened was he he actually there was a black officer that was with him that was a tremendous help. Oh. The black officer was was more calming. Hmm. He he. I don't he, remember the other guy. I do. He he didn't really talk to either one of us a lot. Yeah, he I didn't talk to the bit. He was more just watching the area while this guy tried to. But I did go on uh, a radio show afterwards because I was so disturbed by it. And yeah. from what I understand, other officers were calling in from that department, and I think that guy step down or quit after that or something happened. Why? Because he took a lot of heat for that. I went on I went on a national radio show really? to expose that situation. Wow. Yeah. Nobody but should ever nobody, be in a predicament that you are th- your life is threatened, you call the police and the police are afraid of the people threatening you. Yeah, that is Are you just, kidding me? That's demented. It's demented. It's it's twisted. Right. And and to like Whatever. Yeah, it's over and done with. Yeah, it's over and done with, and we're safe. You know, we're- I'm here because so someone of the local just local just reached out to me. The fire department or police yeah. station? Uh, yeah, first aid. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how this whole thing started. Um, so I am gonna try to do something. It's just I got a schedule. Could I, use the donation. Maybe I do it just at the fire department upstairs and do it. No, do it at one of the schools. We can do it at our school. They have a beautiful, brand new auditorium. Oh. Yeah. I feel more of a local yokel thing. I would definitely do it there. It doesn't have to be for our school. You know, it shouldn't be just like, just reach out to the parents of our school. It should be reached out to the community and it should be at that school. I'll think about it. You can even do it in the school, in the public school. Yeah. I'll think about it. Yeah. It's, I got time to figure it out. Um, um, anyway, don't forget, it's the season for giving. Try to right. give more than receive. Okay, and so this is why I'm on fire. The Metallica tour. Now, yes, um, and if you, watch, if you watch the series, The Life on the Road. The Patreon yeah, channel? Which, by the way, we're less than, I'm less than, do you know the, do you know the thing we're doing, D, with Vegas? No. Okay, if I get 500 Patreon followers, 500. Subscribers, you mean? Yeah, subscribers. Mm -hmm. By this Saturday. Okay. Once I get the 500th, I'm going to take all the names Mm -hmm. and I'm going to pick a name. You're going to shuffle them up and pick a name. Of course, I'm going to do it live. Okay. I'm going to shuffle the name, pick the name, that person... I'm going to fly them and a guest to Las Vegas. We put them up in the brand new Monte Carlo, which is called, I think, the Park MGM. It's right next to the venue where Metallica's playing. Awesome. You get two tickets for Metallica. What? I will bring you on stage during the pre-show, do a little brief backstage thing. Um, 
and you're it's it's all for a cup of coffee so that's that's the cup and we're almost we're at what do you mean it's all for a cup of coffee at the end of the day it's like 2.95 to oh yeah so <laughs> wow that's a really good right thing. you have a one in 500 shot wow and so people what, what what's really cool is everyone that signs on goes whoa i had no clue there was a tv series on here oh yeah so now they're seeing i, I missed the last couple i have to get on today oh and watch the it. last one's awesome I think the last one I watched was... The last one's really good. I tried a Bloody Mary for the first time. You were with the bus driver guy that was telling stories about his dad. I don't remember. No, his uncle. Oh, his no. Uncle. Uh, uh, Pete. Boston Pete. Yeah. We were in Boston. He was on. That was the last episode I watched. So how many are there now, too? There's one or two more after that. We are in Milwaukee and the Foo Fighters. You know the band of Foo Fighters? Yeah, I know of them. They showed up to a show and cool. we did something with the Foo Fighters and um Anyway. Cool. Now. So a flight? Yes. Hotel room? Correct. Two tickets. And two tickets I'm to Metallica show. And I'm going to bring you on the stage. How do they get from the hotel to the airport from the airport to the hotel? It's right next door to the venue. Really? It's the right airport next is right next door to the venue? No, not the uh I don't know. I'll get them there. Okay. Maybe I'll set up where the um where the or you pick MGM up? Park brings them. Oh, yeah, or like I a shuttle could, bus. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, yeah. super cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's a great gift. Right? That was Joseph's Joseph's you brilliant. could do that for our school benefit. <laughs> <laughs> that would have gone for a lot of money, Brewer. You're probably right. <laughs> you stupid son of a bitch, you just blew it! Which brings me to this. The Metallica tour. I keep thinking about you, you said, you know, Jim, you could be on here doing something for someone you haven't even met and you may never meet them and you could change your life. And you always, always put that out there. And before every show, even comedy shows now, I go, just, yes, be funny. Yes, be entertaining. But if I can, if whatever reason you got me here, let it happen. Right. Cut to the last leg of Metallica tour. We're um, we're coming to the end of the leg, and I think I think we're in Albany. We're in Albany, and that night, me and Joe we're going to bed, and the whole crew is downstairs in the lobby. Long story short, one of the crew members who. I won't say I'd least expect, I just, I just didn't expect, had this idea to do something worthy and giving to the community. And it was, I won't say tormenting this person, but it was crushing this person that they just don't know where to turn and how to do it. Right. How do you get started? How do you get started? And I went, Just talking about it. Just talking about it. I went, oh my God, that's. Gets it started. That's such a great idea. Mm-hmm. And this person was going, yeah, and I just, every city I am, I feel like I, I want to do this and this, and I just don't. And it's don't. something so simple and so easy. But this person doesn't have a lot of time off. Right. This person has to be at the venue by like 7.15, mm-hmm. and they don't leave until almost 1 in the morning. Yeah. So the people on these crew, it's not like they have. It's not party time. They no. They are working. They, I've never ever in my life salary because the hours are insane yeah it's insane so once in a while they'll have one day off and the way metallica tours is we have one day off one day on one day off now yes technically i'm off but the crew's not Not, they're not off. they're at the venue they're moving material around yeah they're constantly yeah it's i have nothing but respect machine they're a machine it's mind-boggling. So this person came up with this idea. Now, at the same time, and this is weird how this happens, um, I've always had this drive. I feel like I have this gift of laughter. Of course. But it's a healing, bigger thing, and I just don't know how to make it bigger because... God will place you in the right 
places at the right time. No, I know. And there's times where like, I feel great and then I'm time like, man, I could be doing, I think everyone feels I could be doing so much more yeah. to help people. But so, tap into that when you feel it. Find the avenue. Well, I did. And this person came out of nowhere. Mm. And so with their idea, I went, now I had to go to Boston and the whole time sitting there going, where are we going? If it's, oh my God, we got days off here and here. We should we should jump on this opportunity right here. Mm-hmm. And then that led to me. I was looking online. Then I came, I talked to you. And then you're and like. And now the ball's rolling. And, now the, and then I talked to Joe Sib, And Joe's like, dude, I used to, we used to do this with this tour and blah, blah, blah. And the ball is rolling. rolling. It's so cool. It's a phenomenal idea. I don't want to tell you. And I'll tell you the reason why I don't want to tell you. God forbid it doesn't happen. Yeah, it would suck if it didn't. I, I don't, think it will. Oh, I know it's going to. It's going to crush too. It's just so good. It's powerful. It's awesome. It's simple. And you get nothing out of it. I get nothing out of it. Except a joyful heart. And that's what I love. I love. And this person's going to feel the same way. Everyone involved. It's not just one person. No, and that's another thing. I, I told it's this person, I went, I bet you fans, hopefully. Metallica fans, Yeah. Metallica crew, like, for people to see. Why don't we, like, I want to just change the season of Christmas. I don't want to make it a retail holiday anymore. Let's feed and help. The needy. Let's pay. And it could be just forward. one person. What if it's just one really person? Do you really need new socks? Do you really need a new video game? Do you? What do you really need? Like I can sit here right now and say, I don't need anything. I'm good. I don't need anything. Mm. Can you all say that? Well, I will say this: it doesn't even have to be an organization or or whatever. It could be just one it person. Could be your name. It could be a person. It could be a neighbor. It could be somebody that you work with and yeah, yeah, yeah. they're they're going through tough times. Or it could be just giving them a phone number to help them. Or just calling to say hello. Or just calling to say hello. Or like, and it's really hard, like for people that are, are, are in a tough spot, even financially, where they might be going through divorce, where the bills are tight and they got mouths to feed. And how do you pay it forward without getting caught? Because I know everything's so closed doored. Like, like there was one point where I wanted to help a friend of mine with like her electric bill, but I can't get into her account because I am not the homeowner. Mm. So there's no, there's no like sneaky way to pay for somebody's bill. Hmm. And some people don't want to accept that kind of a gift. They're embarrassed or they're, right. you know what I mean? So how do yep. you get around those big, like, the, I think one of the greatest gifts is gift cards, like to ShopRite or your local grocery stores or your local clothing stores or whatever. Do those things. Like, because, mm. so instead of buying groceries, she now has money for the electric bill. Right. So there you go. I, I, I'm pretty sure it's going to go down because there's a fire in, in my belly. There's a fire in Joe Sibb's belly. I just got a new idea in my head for a second. What? We're having Christmas. I mean, right. I have to put the invitation out. Yeah. But we always do... Um, the Chinese... The Chinese... What's it called? It's, whole, it's called it's all like different a, things. Yeah, it's like basically... A white elephant gift or white whatever. White elephant. I don't white know. Whatever something. it's called. Um, so you bring a $25 item and it, can't, it has to be wrapped. You can't see it. And you, everybody gets a number... Right. And so you start with number one. Two. Oh, number two. Because one gets to go. Wait, yes, you start with number one, but one gets to steal the very last gift. So you can either keep the gift that you pick with your number, or you can steal somebody else's gift that's already pre picked. So, wait, wait, wait. Just to explain, because I'm pretending I have no clue what you're talking about. Okay. If everyone gets a number, everyone gets a number. Everyone brought a gift, it's all on a table. Now, first, who's got number one? You're first. They got to pick whatever, pick whatever box they want. They open right. it up. It's a set of knives. Right. Okay. Now, someone is going, ooh, I can really use those set of knives. Right. Um, so number, so number, five, number might, five may go, what? you know what? Jim got a brand new, whatever, brand new. We, like one year I stole... <laughs> Glasses, because we had no glasses, and I went drinking glasses. Yeah, Yeah. and someone went, "Oh my God, drinking glasses, amazing!" I went, "Mm, "Not anymore, they're mine." (laughs) 
And they're like, ah, oh, you took my... So and that you, was the gift we bought. Yes, we <laughs> end up buying the gift that we wanted. We stole the gift we that we stole bought. Yeah. So, um, so you can steal somebody else's gift, which is really funny. And, and everybody laughs because everybody who brings... There's always one that brings a bottle of wine. Bottle of wine. And the wine kept getting... Like it gets stolen away. over oh. and over and over and over again. Number six steals it, and then number seven steals it from six. And it's it, so funny. Yeah. But this year, what? I think we friend? should still do that. But I also would like to encourage everybody to maybe bring a donation. Like whether we pick our own favorite charity and we ask them to donate ten dollars, mm. or and it would probably be better if the kids do it. Because <laughs> everybody a, loves giving kids donations. Well, that's a kind of cool idea. That's not a bad yeah. idea. If we all say like, hey, let's just say, hey, it's Wounded Warriors. Everyone this year, if it were, whatever it is. Breast uh, cancer it's awareness. Breast care, yeah. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, cool idea. Yeah. All right. So I encur- we encourage you to do that at your own houses too. Like instead of buying all these crazy, stupid gifts, these kids don't need. Yeah. And we yeah. have the golden rule in our house that like each kid gets three gifts, just like Jesus did. <laughs> It's Jesus' birthday. Why are they getting 12 presents? He got three gifts? He got three gifts. He, what he, did he need? He didn't need anything. He was a baby. So these gods, oh. not gods. Oh, I know the story. I, I know the story. King gave him gifts. King came. But I, all I know is one of them was a drummer boy and he gave a drum. That was my favorite. He didn't give him a drum. On oh, the little drummer boy, he played the drum for him. That's my That song makes me cry every year. Every time I hear that, I cry. I watch the march every Thanksgiving. March of the Wooden Soldiers. I love Lauren Hardy. If you never see, you gotta watch. I'm sure it's on YouTube. All right, so anyway, I want to say... I just, feel, I, I just played Boston... Boston Garden with uh, comedian Robert Kelly, Dennis Leary, Mike and Molly's Billy Gardell, who I started with years ago. Pete Corielli is like a brother to me. Lenny Clack, Dennis Leary, uh, Jessica Curson. Long story short, <laughs> Brian Regan. Brian Regan, uh, yeah. And, and an, another female who was amazing and wonderful. I, I, I'm, I'm blanking right now and I apologize. What an amazing time that was. It was, was that for? It was the Cam Neely, which is a uh, cancer foundation. He was a soccer player and just him and Dennis every year do this thing called Comics Come Home. Cool. And it was really, really great time. So it was a good weekend. Good. And thank you, New Hampshire. Hey. New Hampshire was a great show. Um, Mm. And life is good. Do me a favor. Don't feel, you know, don't, if you tweet, give me a tweet. Uh, if you Instagram, Facebook, send me messages, leave a message when the podcast is over, any suggestions, just a hello, Yeah, hello. whether you like it, whatever it is. Here's the phone number real quick for you to leave a message, 917-962-0650. Can't thank you guys enough. Thank you and, for uh, listening. It's a little annoying. You're getting a little too, um, people come up and they're like, oh, I love D. Like you're, you're annoyed by that? That's the weirdest thing ever. I'm aggravated. You're taking up too much of my time. Oh, God. I'm joking. But I told you the Brazilians, <laughs> I love, anyway, it's just, anyway. Thank you for listening Thank always you. to all of you, and I hope you have a great week. And encourage. There you go. All right. Have a good one. Thank you. Thank you.